Ay. Good morning to and welcome to another edition of Book Talk, sponsored by The Bookshelf. And uh, we're joined as we are at this time, usually on Tuesdays, by Chris and Mary, The Bookshelf ladies. Good morning to both of you. Good morning. All right. So how's uh, how's everything going in your world? Uh, it's it's wandering in there. Well, there you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah, this is true. This is true. How about so that? Now. <laughs> yeah, last week when I got in there on Tuesday, they had me uh, yellow taped off like a crime scene. <laughs> I was I was a little concerned, <laughs> but it didn't stop me. I moved the tape and we opened up like normal. Well, at least they didn't have you do a chalk outline or anything like that. So. Well, this is true. This is true. They, they would have had to clear some of the mud off first. <laughs> But it's all good. We're open, that, yeah, and, our, you know. Yeah, that's our next. Oh, we our next trip. Yes, and and we do want to tell people yes. before we start that we will be mandating masks again, um, just yes. for everybody's safety. All all the bookshelf ladies are inoculated, but just because we can, we ask that you wear a mask. In. Is that right, boss? That that is correct, and we do have masks at the shop so if you come in and you forget no problem we can provide you with one yes Lis- listening to wrbi's update on the covid we decided that that's probably a good call so we keep up to date with wrbi well, we appreciate that, that. yes <laughs> yes we do all yeah. right and and so and we'll and we'll kind of keep this up as you know we'll, we'll follow what's going on I, I a lot of other businesses are switching back to um, requiring masks, so um, uh, it's it's just safe right now because this Delta variant is just a sneaky doggone booger, and um, it you know a lot of breakthroughs are coming on. So uh, let's just I'd rather be safe than sorry. Sure, amen. All right, all right, and amen. with that, okay. what's, what we got on the uh, on the uh, bookshelf uh, on the uh, bestsellers lists? Oh, we have some stars this week, which means we have some Lots debuts. Of so stars, yeah, yeah, this is true. So uh, we'll start out with our indie bestsellers, our hardcover fiction number one, "Beautiful World." Where are you? That's Sally Rooney, and that is a star debuting at number one. So, yeah, anything that, on that one, and, Chris? Um, <clears throat> well, it's set in Ireland, so if you like a little flavor of and of uh, Europe. Uh, It's kind of a coming-of-age story. It's about an Irish writer. Uh, It's considered literary fiction. Um, Of course, uh, Sally Rooney did the bestseller, Normal People, that did so well. And so she's coming back with that that type of book. Like I said, it's set in present-day Dublin, kind of during the Trump Brexit era. And, you know, how they're kind of dealing with everything that's going on over there and, you know, making their way young people... Uh, you know, it just kind of has that Irish flavor to it. All right. Number two is a debut on our list also, and that's Lauren Groff, and it's Matrix. 
Well, she's right. And and her uh, last bestseller was The Fates and Furies that did super well. Now, this is a historical novel. Um, it's set, oh. uh, once again, considered to be literary fiction, <laughs> set in um, the medieval times, uh, kind of around the world of the Eleanor of Aquitaine. But it's, it's kind of the life of an abbess and how she how she manages to hold on to power. You know, religion was political, you know, very political uh, during the Middle Ages, and that's kind of what this story is all about. So if you like a big historical novel with a lot of intrigue going on, uh, The Matrix sounds like it's a good one for you. No, it does. Okay, Louise Penny, still on the list at number three with The Madness of Crowds. Midnight Library, yeah, I, number four. Yeah. So, I, yeah, Louise is doing good. We were fooling around on um, <clears throat> Monday to, to get try to get our Halloween things um, out and getting ready because it's time for that. And we, I had a call from someone looking for The Madness and Crowds by Louise Penny. So, yes, we do have it, and we'll give her a call today. Yeah. Okay. Midnight Library, Matt Haig, number four, and A Slow Burning Fire, Paula Hawkins at number five. Another star on the list is debuting at number six, The Magician. That's Colm to- Toiblin, and he mm-hmm. is yes. debuting. Toblin. And and his last bestseller was The Master, which was a historical novel <clears throat> about Henry James. You know, so much of this is done. Um, we, we see a lot of these, these novels like this done about, like, famous women, uh, the wives of famous women. But um, mm-hmm. Colin has been, you know, kind of setting on the literary um, lives of um, men authors. First one, as I said, was The Master about Henry James. And this new one, The Magician, is actually about Thomas Mann and his family oh. at, at, that was, uh, you know, in Germany and in Europe and um, how he approached um, the, the time of Hitler in Europe, so yeah, it's a fascinating story about a fascinating man. Okay, in the nonfiction, the boy, the mole, the fox, and the horse, Charlie McKessie at number one, crying in H Mart, a memoir, Michelle's honor at number two, number three is debuting this week. Um, it's called On Freedom: Four Songs of Care and Constraint, and that's Maggie Nelson. Yeah, we'll have uh, to take is- a look at that and see what that's all about. <clears throat> yeah, so I was thinking, uh, this is your mind on plants, of course, Michael Pollan. And number five is, oh, I, I laugh every time I say that one. Um, number five is a debut this week. It's Poet Warrior, a memoir, and that's Joy Harjo. And yeah, Joy, of course, is, um, uh, is a famous poet, and <clears throat> she's writing about her life, uh, as well as our, our next star is. <laughs> uh, beautiful Country, number nine, a memoir. It's right. Quine, yeah. Julie Wang. Yeah. Yes. So, so um, we have a, another, another memoir by a writer. So a lot of them are coming out. That's very typical for this time of year also. During the yeah, holiday season, you'll find a lot of memoirs. Yeah. Yeah, there again, if um, something tickling your fancy here, and um, we said this last week, Order early on stuff. I, I know my my daughter is calling me today with a list of stuff she needs for Christmas for her kids, 
and her husband. And um, she said, too, that she had heard the same thing, you know, order early so you can get it. So just let you know if any of these things are ringing any bells and think, oh, you know, Uncle so-and-so would like that or my husband would like that or I'd like that. Um, give us a call and we'll, we'll get one back for you. In the paperback fiction, Song of Achilles, number one, Madeline Miller, Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, Taylor Jenkins Reid, number two, Searcy Madeline Miller, number three, People We Meet on Vacation, Emily Harry, and I say that every time, Emily Henry, Henry, um, <laughs> and number, I can't help it, Anxious People, Frederick Backman at number five, there are no stars on the fiction list in the paperback. Number one in the nonfiction list, Braiding Sweetgrass, Indigenous, Indigenous Wisdom, Scientific Knowledge, and the Teaching of Plants. And that's Robin Wall Kimmerer. The Body Keeps the Score, Bessel van der Kolk, number two. There is a debut in the paperback nonfiction at number three, The Best of Me. Of course, that's David Sedaris. He did quite well in hardcover, and I'm sure he'll oh, do quite well in paperback. Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, number four, Entangled Life. <laughs> I love this. Yes. <laughs> Excuse me. How fungi make our world, change our minds, and shape our future. That's Merlin Sheldrake. I love that title. And I number just five how fungi is, can do that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fungi can do so much stuff. Oh, and yeah. yeah, oh yeah, I'm just ask me about the allergies. I can tell you all about fungus and <laughs> exactly. pollen and yeah, mm. yeah. <laughs> um, number five, the body, a guide for occupants, and that's Bill Bryson. See, in the children's early and may, middle grade readers, Friends Forever, Shannon Hale is number one. Number two is a debut on our list. It's Willow Dean, and that's Catherine Applegate. That looks really good. Oh, that, we we had that in, yeah. Yes, we did get it's, that in simply because it's Catherine Applegate. It's just exactly. And, but then again, I love the I love the premise of the story because um, and then you know Catherine Applegate writes such great fantasies, and in this one, um, and when you look at the cover, which is so fun, um, there's, yeah. there's a little creature in this story called humming bears. And yep. tiny little bears that have hummingbird wings, and they're very special in this world. And then this other um, creature is um, called a screecher, kind of, and it's got a nasty smell, and it makes loud noises. And and what they're in this story, <clears throat> the 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 uh, the world or or the you know the the type where where they're living in this fantasy the little bears are starting to um, disappear and they're trying to find out why. And then they decide oh. they're going to get rid of the Sneetches because they're just nasty, you know. And so Willardine is a young girl who, who realizes that they need each other to exist, you know, that exactly. this is the kind of thing that in, and in nature, if you get one rid of one, it could be a problem for the other. So um, exactly. and she does that so well with with her uh, fantasies, what with a um, uh, an outcome that is necessary. So uh, yes. I do want to read that one because I love I love love Catherine Applegate. Oh yeah, that that's a she's a winner all around with all her stuff. Uh, number three oh, is also yeah. a debut on our list. It's Hooky, 
And that's Miriam Bonestre and Tur. That's her last name, Ms. Tur. And yeah, and, and this is a little graphic. This is a little graphic story. Um, just in time for Halloween, it's about two little kids that want to be taught magic, and um, and once again, it's a little fantasy and a, a lot of fun, you know, for this time of year. All right. One more debut on our list of early middle grade readers is at number fifteen, and it's Nick Stone with Fast Pitch. So that looks that looks pretty good to you. It looks like a good story. Yeah, a, a, little, a nice little sports novel, you know. Yeah, uh, kind of a gender type of a thing, where it's a young lady who is a fast. Yes. Um, yeah. In this one. In the young adult, they both die at the end. Adam Silvera. We were liars. E. Lockhart. One of us is lying. Karen McManus. Firekeeper's daughter at number four. Angela Bully. And the book thief back there on the list again at number five. How um, cool is that? One day. I know. Well, that's that's a classic, you know. Um, yeah. Another um, debut on our list at number twelve is the last legacy, and that's Adrian Young. Adrian Young, and that's debuting at number twelve. There's um, yep. just kind of looking that's at. That's going to be that's yeah. It's going to be one of those nine to ninety niners. You know, th this yeah of the last legacy. It's it's a standalone novel. It's not part of the series. But it's it's also kind of a historical set kind of in the Victorian era, but there's a little bit of mystery in there, a little bit of romance and um this is gonna be good for all ages. Oh yeah, there's there's some good ones on the list this week. Um Yeah. So. A lot of nice a lot of nice stories. A lot of good there. ones. In the Children's Illustrated, Good Night Moon, Margaret Wise Brown at number one. Room on the Broom, Julia Donaldson. Yeah. I know. I know. It's, you can't you can't go wrong with Good Night Moon. Uh, <laughs> Very Hungry Caterpillar, number three. Time for School, Little Blue Truck, Alice Shirtle. <laughs> this is a good one. Number five is debuting. Or it's, yeah, it's debuting at number five. Pete the Cat's Groovy Imagination. That's James Dean. I love Pete the Cat. He's he's a character. Don't love Pete the Cat? Oh, yeah, I love Pete the Cat. Um, number eight is also a debut. It's called I Am Courage, a Book of Resilience, and that's Susan Verity. And yeah, that's, that that's that looks part of that good. series. Yeah, that that's just a wonderful series. That you know, a yes. part of that I am courage and I am hope and I am friendship. There are just a lot of them in there. They're great little books. Um, number nine is a debut on our list. I think we talked about it last week. Um, it's Ryan T. Higgins. Norman didn't do it, and in parentheses, yes, he did. <laughs> <laughs> I read through this book. I love it. I love it. Norman just summed it me is. up. <laughs> like <this. laughs> yes. he's standing there by a hole and he's got a shovel behind his back and he's looking guilty as all get out but he didn't do it nope 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 yeah yeah you know i i got it's such a great story about friendship too you know it is in it the, is because he and jealousy and, and that jealousy yes. is not a, always necessarily a good thing so it oh it's a great little story it is. It's 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 fun. Uh, another fun one on the list. Sandra Boynton. You can't go wrong with her. It's for Halloween. It's boo ba la la la. <laughs> That's a cute one. So I looked fun. through that one too. 
You, you can't help singing on that one. Uh, no. Number 15 is also you can't. You just. You don't want to mess with Sandra. She's great. Number fifteen. Dragons are the worst. Alex Willen. Yes. <laughs> yes. You too. I love this too anyway. because it is such a true, a true sequel. Because his first one was Unicorns Are the Worst, and, yes. and this is about this little goblin because you can see that he's down there, and um, he wanted to get rid. Um, of the unicorns. He didn't like the unicorns until the dragons came. Dragons were worse, you know, and so <laughs> first book, unicorns are the worst, and now dragons are the worst. And so, and this is kind of, this is the perfect book for a little boy, a, little, a lot of potty humor here. <laughs> uh huh. It's just, it's, this is just a cute one for that. Um, so, you know, this is kind of like a brother and sister deal. The first one was for girls, unicorns are the worst, and then the dragons are the worst. So, uh, you know, it's a lot of fun. Um, Al, and, you know, and Alex Willen, he's just from down the road. He's, he's originally from uh, Louisville, and I think he's still down there. I think he's still in Louisville. Oh, so, cool. Yeah. He, he's, a, you know, an cool. illustrator, and he does, does this story, and I'm thinking, you know, this is just perfect. you, you got to wonder where they come up with some of these ideas, because oh, it's, it's amazing. <laughs> okay, children's series, Dogman is number one, Dave Pilkey. Wings of Fire, T. Sutherland at number two. Babysitter's Club, Graphics, Ann Martin at number three. And there is a new one in that series. For all you waiting for that one, Christy and the Snobs yep. is mm-hmm. out. Spy, Spy School yes. at number four, Stuart Gibbs. And the Bad Guys, Aaron Blabley. Oh, the I Survived is on the list, too. And there's a new one in that series. Um, oh, they got some good ones. I Survived the Galveston Hurricane, 1900. So, yes. And, yeah, and we should be getting some, some of those backlists. Uh, I survived books in this week because, you know, when I went over to show the, um, the, uh, I survived the Galveston hurricane, I realized I only had two of them. <laughs> oh, no. So we have to get those back in. And of course, now, you know, there's a choice because they have the regular I survived and they also have, they're putting some of the more popular titles into, um, graphics novels so lots and lots of graphic novels that's going to be a really big it's going to be a really big thing for this holiday season or graphics um i'm i'm thinking on the young hoosiers list this past year this past year there were almost five or six graphic novels on there and this is actually something that you know they're hard to reprint the graphic they don't you can't get those reprinted really quickly so i mean that's one of the ones that they told us Please, 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 booksellers, get out there ahead of this and get um, extra copies of those things because they're going to run out in, in December. Yeah. So we're we're ho- we're trying to stay ahead. It's a little, it's a little tough, and I, and I know that it's tough for some of the, not just us, but a lot of independent booksellers across the country because this last year has has just been brutal uh, with COVID, mm-hmm. and um, you know. And last Christmas was not a bad Christmas, um, but it was sales were definitely down. Of course, Christmas sends you know keeps stores open all year long, and um, you know without it, it, we're hoping that 
things are going to go do well. Of course, this year, you know, they've been training us into the theory of just-in-time inventory. You know, reorder them as you need them. Don't have a lot. Now, all of a sudden, they're saying, okay, we need to get those chimneys back. <laughs> that they used to call them stacks of books. They used to call them chimneys because they would stack them up so hard. Yep. But the problem is so many independents, they don't have the capital to stock that many. So, um, exactly. yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm telling you, and it's not just book selling. It's all of the small mom-and-pop businesses are going to be in the same boat. So try to support, you know, your local bricks and mortar because it's it's going to be a could be a make or break year for a lot of businesses this year. So we want to keep them exactly. healthy. So our uh, Inubisar list is doing pretty well, it looks like, and we'll find a lot of the same ones on the USA Today. So let's buzz through okay. those really quickly. Got a little time left. Uh, debuting at number one is J.D. Robb. Uh, forgotten in Death and, and Detective E. Dallas is back. Um, and she's investigating not one but two murder cases. Um, and one of, uh, one of them is gonna hit close to home. So this is the 53rd in this series. And her previous That's case hard to believe. is also, is out and available also. <clears throat> Beautiful World, Where Are You? Of course, that's Sally Rooney. That's debuting at number two. Doing very well in the Midwest. Doing very well across the country. Um, <clears throat> Mark Levine's American Marxism is still a riding. Uh, the bestseller list is back up to number three. Uh, My Hero Academia is the 29th in this series by Kohi Horikoshi. Um, and this is the 29th in a series. Um, this, this is your, um, you, you know, the, the, the Japanese, um, uh, graphic novels, the, the very, you know, the real thing. You have to be able to read backwards people, you know, to read yes. these things. <clears throat> and, um, and they're taking on Tamura, who must be a pretty bad dude. So we're back <laughs> at it. Uh, at number five, it ends with us. Colleen Hoover is still doing well. Ryle Kincaid's relationship with Lily becomes complicated when a man from her past shows up. So that sounds like a triangle to me. Here we go, <laughs> Colleen. Got it. Um, debuting at number six is the Hawthorne Legacy, which is a little bit different from the other legacy that was on um, our uh, YA list, but this is also a youth book um, by Jennifer Lynn Barnes. This is the second in a series, and um, it's kind of fantasy, kind of uh, uh, spooky-ooky, so it's going to be a lot of fun there. Did well. The first one did well. Countdown to Bin Laden by Chris Wallace. You can't go wrong when Chris Wallace has a new book. This, of course, is the untold story of a 247-day hunt to bring the mastermind of 9-11 to justice. And um, very, I, I did pick up that book and start reading a little bit of it. Um, Chris just does such a good job of explaining things oh, yeah. clearly. And he's, he's, he's the man. Um, Billy Summers is still hanging in there with Stephen King. I think he's going to do well for the rest of the season. This is definitely a Christmas book. 
um, just waiting to be purchased for anyone who, um, not just like Stephen King, who is a fan cab, you know, great writer, but if you like that uh, serial killer kind of vibe. So this is, a, this is a good one. I'm sure it'll stay on the list for a long time. The Last Thing He Told Me by Laura Davies. Been on the list all summer long and still is heaven in there. I think this is going to be a, a, a good one for, you know, right into the winter season. A Slow Fire Burning. This is Paula Hawkins' new one, of course. Uh, she's the one that gave us all, you know, started us with this suspense stuff with young women in peril. And so, um, and this one, when a young man is murdered on a London houseboat, three unconnected women who knew him are drawn into the mystery. So, that's that. <laughs> and, I, and I like these, you know, when they're set uh, mm-hmm. in... Uh, in London, it's kind of fun. You just get a feel for like you know you've been and you've been oh, in yeah. London, so it's yeah you, yeah you you get that get that feeling. Christy and the Snobs is debuting at number eleven. Our Anne Martin um, series. It's doing well on our list. <coughs> the Sisters, Chasing Serenity by Kristen Ashley. Um, just as uh, Chloe Pierce starts. Life starts to fall apart. Judge Oakley enters the picture. I think this is an ebook by Blue Box Press, and it's doing very well on the bestseller list. The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo by Taylor Jenkins Reid. Um, we just got that in finally. Uh, you know, I was surprised to see yeah. that one that's on the bestseller list like this is actually a print-on-demand um, title. Uh, I, I was, you know, I I didn't think that. Um, a print-on-demand would be able to hang in there that long because it takes so much longer to get it. But um, yeah, I but I do want to read it. It just sounds fascinating. Mm-hmm. The night she disappeared by Lisa Jewell. Of course, she was uh, her last bestseller. Then she was gone. Um, <clears throat> a year after a couple mysteriously disappears, a writer stumbles upon a possible clue by Lisa Jewell. So that's a great suspense novel. Um, I have to watch my time here. I've got a couple minutes left, so let's do Atomic Habits by Jane Clear. Uh, the Heron's Cry by Anne Cleese. This is the, uh, the second in her series with the detective Matthew Venn. A Little Blue Truck, just in time for Halloween. Yay, yay, yay. The Madness of Crowds by Louise Penny, still doing well. Uh, Robert Parker's Stone Throw by Mike Lupica. Um, I love Jesse Stone. Just love it. I just wish they'd do some more of his movies because I just think it's so fun. And with um, that, yeah. and with that, ladies, our time is up. And once again, the uh, your location and uh, phone number and hours for the bookshelf. Okay, okay we are now on the. You go ahead. You go the ahead. Open corner. Oh, okay. Yeah. The, the open corner of North Walnut and Boeinger. And our hours are from 11 to 5, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, or not Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, not Friday, Monday. Saturday. Yeah, no, not Monday. Saturday, it catches catch can. And our phone number to call us, 812-934-5800. All right. Thank you very much. And we will talk right. to you again next week on mm-hmm. uh, next week's edition of the Book Talk, sponsored by The Bookshelf. <laughs> 
And don't forget your mask.